You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. Well, hello, good sir. We're going to the IMDb. Man, it's it's been a hot it's been a hot minute. (laughs) A what? A hot minute. It's been a while. Been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, welcome back, everybody. Or you know, or uh, we. We welcoming ourselves back. All or I'm, three I of our fans. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah, we went a hiatus over the holidays uh, mm-hmm. for various reasons, including the holidays, and uh, now we are back just in time for the Oscars. The Oscars. So yeah, oh. we kind of took the holidays off because you know what? We fucking needed it. Yeah. I I am not envious of any podcast that that get a show every single week and they make it their mission to do that. And it's like, can't miss a week. It's like, you know what? If it's like part of their job, I I think if they're making minimum, if they're, yeah, if they're making money, like real money doing this, then sure. I get it. But if, if if you're not, I mean, if you're making a hundred million, like that meathead, uh, Joe Rogan, Rogan, uh, to, to just, just babble incoherently. I mean, give bad advice. I mean, uh, yeah. Bad advice? Well, you know. You know, I, 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 I used to like him. I. I did. I used to like him. And I never. I, I, I like some of his stand-up. I, I've had. I know yeah. people that are like just hate him, or, or uh, like I know Holly doesn't like him because uh, she considers him uh, misogynistic, which right. he is. I know he has a lot of misogynistic material. Uh, some of my, but like my favorite stuff of his is I liked him in news radio, uh, and I, I like some of his stand up, uh, but yeah, I, I don't listen to the podcast. Uh, I'm never you know interested, and uh, I I never like the last time I saw him in a in a, in a comedy special, and right. then I saw him on the podcast like when I in a news clip or something. Like he's like, all right, I guess he took the MMA thing a bit too far. <laughs> He's still in the MMA stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. As a, you know, yeah, but have you tried MDA? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Um, I think we just got spammed in our chat <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, it's just we have some, a chat some, on YouTube? Well, yeah, because when you do the live stream, there's a live chat. And oh, people can see us. At, Shit, when, yeah. when, when did this start? Uh, months ago. Fuck. All right. So, but here's yeah. the thing. I'm pretty sure that's just spam. 
Miranda hey, uh, loving the world is the uh, the user. Hi, Miranda. If you're a real person, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Like, if you're spamming us, then yeah, I get it. I'm expecting it. But if you're real, very nice to meet you. I, I I'm just I'm just not used to actually somebody watching us. I, I I don't think this is real. <laughs> I really don't. Okay, good. I feel I'm, I'm more comfortable now. I mean, um, if it was, I think they would have said something. But I'm th I think this spam bot is waiting for me to say like, "Hi, how you doing?" And then it's just like. Would you like to meet me? Uh, or would you like to some a live video chat? It's like, okay, got <laughs> it. You know, and then you just our mailbox, our mail uh, movie Sucktastic mailbox gets spammed like hard. <laughs> I I, th I think the the reason I love doing the show is cuz I I really have always considered that I don't really care if anybody's listening. If this is just you and I talking, we you know, this is like well, the time we get to talk and this is the stuff we yeah. talk about. I mean, we had that so, conversation on my couch 12 yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Twelve God, thirteen years ago. The Hitcher remake. Hitcher remake. Yeah. Scott hadn't watched it. I hadn't watched it. Somewhere in two thousand and nine. Sky he calls me. He's like, We're we're i I'm coming over. We're watching the Hitcher remake. And I'm like, Alright, let's do it. It's been three years. We've waited long enough. I was waiting for you. I was like, I can't watch it alone. No. And no one else is going to watch this shit with me. It's got to be with you. <laughs> and then he just leans over to me. Because we're talking through the whole thing. I mean, like, yeah. uh, we're, we're talking through. It's like, you know, look at that. It's like, oh, of course, they leave that in, but they don't do it better. You know, whatever. All these things. And Scott just leans over to me. He goes, you know, there are some podcasts that are like 70, 100 episodes doing exactly what we're doing right now. And they're garbage. I, I know we can do better. And here I we are. 360 episodes later. Now, I don't want to correct you. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure you're paraphrasing. A little bit. Because I, I believe my exact words uh, are... Because, I, I, you know, this is one of those memories I have. It's actually one of my few good memories. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, was, even though it was during the Hitcher remake, is... Uh, <laughs> Something good had to come I remember from looking, it. I remember just turning to say, you know, they, they have podcasts where people just do what we're doing right now. Because I was listening yeah. some, to some movie podcasts at the time. So, yeah, no, that sounds right. But what I do remember is you saying, it's like, yeah, there's like podcasts that are like 70, 100 episodes, and it's not as good as what we're doing oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, the conversation went around to that, yeah. but that was my initial comment. Yes. Like, yeah, we, no, you're right. The, you're shit, right. the shit we're doing, people are doing that. <laughs> and um, like, and we started doing this really kind of in the beginning. I mean, podcasts were really only around for what three four years at that point five they, years they maybe they, they were starting to be very like they weren't the huge like mainstream thing they are now but they right. were they were a thing you yeah. know they weren't new they weren't new but they weren't the at the level they are today yeah no and, one no one would have been paying joe rogan 100 million <laughs> no 12 years ago and and, ha and it's funny it's like how, how are we not making money doing this? And you know how it's like you when know, people are like, oh, I wish I got into Google stock when it first came out and I'd be a millionaire. It's like, oh, I wish I got into podcasting when it first came out. I'd you know, be making a lot of money. Well, we did. Well, <laughs> and you know what? We don't make I, any money doing this. We just have fun doing it. Because, because uh, now and then when I'm on YouTube scanning around, I, I like to watch some of the younger kids, the kids that are out there now doing these videos. And there's yeah. a couple I like. There's a Call Me Kevin uh, and another guy, I don't know whose name is, but um, I'm watching him, and I, I I do know there's a couple of reasons why I never really took it this the podcast seriously to an extent. 
Okay. Bear with me. As, as like as an idea of like, oh, I could I can make a living doing this. One because I don't think I really want the public's attention. The public are fucking asses. Yes. And, and, and you know, you get a large enough audience. Uh, I, I I don't need that much attention on me. I'm not really doing this for attention. I I don't want the clicks. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I have no idea how many subscribers we have. If you know the ones that are here, great. Thank you. I, I hope I'm glad you're enjoying something we're doing. But I, I, I'm not motivated by any of that. What I'm motivated by is creating this thing with you and just putting it out there. That's it. I, and and I, th and I, think I love you for it. Yeah. And, and the, I think the second reason is uh, uh, it's just too much work. It's so much work. Can you The time it would take to... Cause I was, I was to be like, able to know, have a full-time job and to create content on a daily basis, it has to be daily in order to truly try and make money in this. And honestly, I, I enjoy the 15-minute, 12-minute YouTube videos. It's fun. It takes time away. I'm in that position. But that's not the kind of thing I want to do. No. And I, I feel like I, it's like there's so, there's so much more production value that we don't have because we spend that time just talking, watching movies and talking. Yeah. So it's yeah. less of a business and more of just like something we're naturally and it, involved in. And it always makes me mad because we have around... I would say, well, I have it on my computer. It's all backed up and in the cloud. We have it probably 70 to 80 ep video review episodes we can't put on YouTube. Because YouTube takes them down mm -hmm. for copyright infringement. Which, by the way, they can't do because it's fair use. We're showing the movie in the background without sound. It's a review. Mm -hmm. But the red tape you have to go through after you upload it. It gets taken mm -hmm. down immediately. You have to appeal it. And then the, the company or the entertainment entity that owns it, they take it down again. And then you appeal it again. It's like literally it takes days to, you know, maybe a week to 10 days mm -hmm. to get the video put back on. And then I have to do that 79 more times. Like it's just, it's so not worth it. So that's why we do the slideshows now. But what kills me is. We've got like 70, 80 episodes, video episodes of reviews that aren't, it's not even on YouTube. It kills me. Kills I want to start sl slowly doing slideshows for the older episodes. I start, that was the project I started working on just before everything got kind of shit crazy at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in my life as well as in the world. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of dropped that. But now, uh, now that I've, um, uh, made an oath to to uh, block all news and social media from my life uh i feel i feel like i'm born again i feel like i'm vegan now like i feel like i have to tell everybody now how awesome i am because i'm not watching i'm not you know watching the news anymore there's one one day and all of a sudden i'm obnoxious about it it's insane i might as well just become a non-smoker which would involve becoming a smoker which i'm not going to do so that's that's too long too much work no it's too much work for no work that you're actually see, doing the, the reason why we the show is the way it is like why 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 we're not like editing 15 minute versions and and trying to go through the youtube red tape right. is the same reason that i'm not like in the film industry or a successful author at this point it's just too much fucking work it's too much work you know we this is, we do this for fun listen we're we're like 12 minutes in and nobody knows what this episode's about yet <laughs> well it's, it's a you know it's a comeback episode so we've been kind of like oh yeah you know, welcome back and everybody's like yeah this is my first time i listen to the show who the fuck are you <laughs> this, all right yeah so sorry about that anyway so i'm, I'm okay. scott and that's joey hi and uh this is movie sucktastic 
And after our long hiatus, we're here to uh, start our review of the Oscar films. Every year we try to review every Oscar film. Uh, and I myself try to review and always fail. Uh, I'm not sorry, not review. I, I try to watch at least and then mention on the show, but fail every year, every Razzie nominee. I can't. I came close last year. I was doing good last year. I, I just, I can't. I just, I, I barely have time to watch the fucking Oscar nominations. I I know. So, so we're not going to spend a lot of time with this episode, but uh, we're gearing up. So starting uh, right. next week, we'll be doing two episodes a week. Yep. Uh, of and we're going to need it because the Oscars have nominated 10 fucking movies for the first time ever. I even said to someone at work that day, that day, said, "Yeah, the Oscars come out tomorrow or the day before." Said, "As long as they just don't do ten this year, it's <laughs> not the time. I, I it's not the, the wrong time of year for me." And it's like, "Oh yeah, no, ten, ten, we're good, we're good." Yeah, yeah, uh, fucking yeah. ten. And, I, and actually, uh, fucking the Razzie screwed me too because they added a new category this year that I'll mention oh really alright cool yeah and it added so many more films that I have to try to watch and it's just like fuck alright so what do we want to do to start oh obviously the Oscars and the the Razzies is an afterthought well I mean what category how do you want to start it oh shit like lead into like actor actress there's a lot of overlaps we're not going to have to talk too much about can I just mention something very quickly that Sony like, I'm giddy that Sony thought that uh, No Way Home, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, was deserving of being nominated in every fucking category, and the only one they walked away from was visual effects. Good. It just makes me giddy <sighs> inside. Like, Sony was pushing it hard. They had Facebook, like, like with the... Oh, like, the music with the, you know, Tom Holland's face, where it's like nominated or um uh for your consideration for every category including best picture best actor it's just like stop it now it's fucking spider-man it's a comic book movie stop well, black it Panther, shut up <laughs> don't even compare yourself to black panther that's right fucking horrors <laughs> i i, I want to say that also not only was i pissed off that there was 10 films for best picture right but i haven't seen a fucking single one of these movies <laughs> i and half of them are only like two and a half hours long. Did you know, because uh, I'm trying to get tickets for the Batman, the runtime came out for it. How long? Three hours. Nice. If I'm in a theater, fine. If I have to watch, rush watch them, binge watch them for a fucking podcast, no. <laughs> if I want to see it, yes. If I don't want, yeah. Three hours of Batman, I'm there. I'll pay money. <laughs> three hours of King Richard, oh, just fucking stab me in the eye now. <laughs> I'm actually trying to, uh, I called today, trying to rent the whole screen for just myself. <laughs> um, I think it'll cost me like 200 bucks, and I can invite up to 20 people. Well, think about it. If I invite 20 yeah. people, you pay 10 bucks. If yeah. I invite 10 people, $20. It's worth the- it to get, get a crowd of people you know. Exactly, because if I'm going into a movie theater... If I had friends, I would do the same thing. (laughs) So I'm trying, and I found out today, because I called AMC uh, Theaters, and I talked to upper management, they told me it's the movie studio that decides if AMC can rent out a screen or not. Oh, sure. Because... When the the theater I worked for did kid parties on the weekend, that was totally under the table scamish. Cash only. No, 100% true. Yes. 
So the thing I, is, I, wasn't, I, I got paid. Tw- I was they're paying me like like fifty bucks under the table to manage all day. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Rip it. Oh, they're ripping off Disney. Who cares? So the fact that Warner Brothers had a pretty uh, aside from their streaming, their streaming HBO Max went fucking crazy good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got like millions and millions of subscribers because they released all of their AAA titles through streaming for the entire year. Yeah, but financially, none of those movies made money. They just they just gained subscribers. So I don't think Warner Brothers is going to allow theater rentals because its opening weekend is expected not to break Spider-Man like the 260 million that it did, Uh but it's expected to be upwards of 150, 200 million plus. So I don't think they want to rent out theaters uh, and not put asses in seats. Yeah. So... What I'm going to do, if I can't rent a whole screen, I'm going to do the AMC dine-in because at least those chairs are are huge and um, they're spaced apart. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not paying to go in the future with normal people. people I, normal people, I'm not paying to be near normal people. I'm not paying to be near people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'll wait. Uh so. Although, although um, <laughs> they got that new movie coming out soon, uh, the the video game, the PlayStation video game, they just came out. With oh, the, Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted. Uh, Wesley's a huge fan. I, if he goes to see it, I might go with him just to do like a father son bonding <sighs> thing. You know. I mean, that's cool. I don't think yeah. it's gonna be. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. Ex- I think it's gonna be okay. I also. I, I don't think it's gonna Wes- be. Great I also wanted anything. to ask Wesley if he if he wanted to sit on like like help review some of these films this because I know he's a film watcher but he'll refuse again, he's camera shy. Hey, I've been trying to put him on, I I've been trying to put that motherfucker on YouTube since he was nine. Well, I mean, he could call in and use the phone line to call in, and there's no no I'm saying he no won't video. Do it he doesn't want to. He just doesn't want to. He he's the most introverted ex, extrovert you'll ever meet. Wow, it's an oxymoron if I ever heard it. I, yeah, well, you know, we're a weird family. What do you want? What Let's, you we're, we're, but we're trailing off. Let's we get are. back to the Oscars. What yeah. uh, so, what category do we want to start with? Let's start with best picture. But again, there's a lot of overlap, so we can. Talk well, if we're going to talk, one, if we're going to talk about every cat, every major category. What? If we're going to talk about every major category, do we want to start off with best picture? Yes. Again, there's so much overlap. There's no point in not doing it. Okay. They're gonna like you're gonna see the same movies. Let's else. try and not make this a two or three hour episode that's what i was just trying to say when you were concerned about that is that the whole point is there's so much overlap we can talk a few minutes about each movie but we don't have to keep talking about each movie as we go through the list so it won't be a three hour all movie. right uh even our episode since we're all but even though we already spent 20 minutes talking about that go <laughs> uh do you want me to kick it off or you want yeah, to kick yeah. it off go ahead. no after you sir all right so this year there are 10 nominees it's the first time since they went to the 10 uh, up to 10 nominees standard in, fucking avatar. in 2009. Um, so this is the first time they've actually hit 10. That first year in 09, they had 9. And because they, of Avatar. They've never, they've never gotten 10 before. And I think the lowest uh, was 7 one year. I, I don't know if they should have gotten 10 this year yet. I haven't seen I, I haven't seen any of the films, so I can't really comment I on that. I haven't seen any of the films, but 10... Ten seems they like better a, be good. That's all I'm going to say. Ten seems like really? a lot. And we've had we've we've had the past few years have been pretty good with the quality of films. There, I haven't ha- there haven't been too many avatars floating around there. No. 
So I, I'm really hopeful that this year will be good. There's what a I think. What I think we should do is we should, get over. once we get through the 10, we should make a prediction of the film we think we're going to hate. And then once we review it, or we do, like, say at the end when we've done all 10, we talk about, this is the film I picked that I thought I was going to hate. Did I actually hate it? We, we, we kind of do that already, but yeah, sure, we can make a focus right. on it. Definitely. So the first film is a film called Belfast. It's directed by Kenneth Branagh. Oh. Um who, as a director, is hit or miss. Sometimes he makes like really, really good films and gets noticed by the Academy, and then sometimes he makes like really shitty movies that nobody Hang fucking on, cares about. I, I'll be the judge of that real quick. <laughs> I, now I gotta say, I'm in love with Kenneth Branagh, and I'm so happy they're uh, in some of his characters, and I'm so happy they're doing another uh, Poirot. They're doing uh, uh, oh the Poirot, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing Murder on the on the Nile or Death on the Nile. Death on the uh, Nile. Yeah. Uh, Did he direct that one? I don't know if he directed that. I'm looking up right now because I'm not familiar with his directorial. Yes, he directed Death on the Nile. Um, so. so he must have done. Yeah, he did Murder on the Orient Express. And uh, all is true. Kids films. Kids stuff. TV stuff. Thor, 2011. He did Thor. He did the remake of Sleuth, which I have not seen yet. No. Um I'm a fan of the original, so I'm really not sure I'm going to like it. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I mean, he started off doing, like, Henry V, Dead Again. I didn't realize he directed that. That wasn't... That, that was uh, Black and 91. White. Black and White on purpose, I believe. Dead Again. I think there were scenes... Or the flashbacks were black, flashbacks black, black and white. Black yeah. Yeah, I don't know now. I'm not doing that. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah, he does some Shakespeare stuff. Yeah, oh, my okay. God. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That was the night... I didn't get to go that night, and I regret it. Didn't you, Gerard? Is that the one with, with De Niro? Oh, is, that, is, is that the the one with De Niro? Yes. Yeah, that's the one where uh, uh, Gerard showed up drunk. Uh, dr- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, we have a small audience, so this won't make like e entertainment or anything. Uh, yeah, so Gerard showed up drunk. I I, I, looked, I went out the side to the side alley to find out where he w- to look for him. And I just took down the alley, and I just see him. He's splashing in puddle, <laughs> yeah. in, like in glee. And I'm like, Gary, what are you doing? So he comes up. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you ever had Uzo? It's like, <laughs> no. It's like, oh, yeah. It was like, girlfriend's out. Uzo. So we go into the movie, and then it's like, while the film's playing, it just, this was like a secret cinema thing. So uh, it, it was it was under the table. Uh, we, we ran the theater, so we would invite people. They would pay money for popcorn and shit. And then we would just play the movies. So we played uh, we played this before we even premiered it. And so people that came, this was the biggest sh- pe- group of people that ever came because this was like a big movie. So like people brought their wives and shit. It's oh like, really, like a decent like 50, 60 people in the audience. Wow. And he just couldn't shut up through the fucking movie. Didn't at one point. People well. off. The, the funniest part is is the blind guy. And he's <laughs> he's feeling the blind guy. Uh, and he like when he feels this. The blind guy feels his Frankenstein's face. Right. And Gary, she, she was like, "Holy shit! What is that? Your ass?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh fuck no!" I just remember at the end, I actually was hiding him. Doug helped. Doug and I were both hiding him at the phone booths, and like groups of people came out. Where's that kid that was talking? It's like, oh no, he, we saw him leave that way. I think there was a car waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad. One of the it's one of the scarier moments I've ever had in a movie theater. Wow. Now, <laughs> well, I, but it but it was hilarious. Well, I remember at one point 
uh, somebody was telling me. Might have been you. Might have been Doug. I, I maybe it was even Brian. I don't even remember. But at one point, Ger- Gerard stood up because De Niro was Frankenstein. So he's on the screen, right. and Gerard stood up and just started going, "You talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me?" <laughs> I don't remember that, but I believe it. I, oh, my God. I think it, uh, I, somebody was you know, telling like, me that that's what he did. He's like, you talking to me? You know, it, well, that's the thing. Like time and, and you know, time and the brain. And it's like I sat through with him that entire time. I was with him in the whole theater, that most uncomfortable fucking time. And it was hilarious, too. But the only part I remember is the funniest part to me that night where I almost lost it. And that was the ass line. <laughs> I used to remember a couple other lines, but I've forgotten them since then. Oh, I don't know my if I've God. Written, written well, them down you're talking to me was one of them from what I understand. I need to start my memoirs is what I got to do. I mean, uh, he did it to me, too. Him and Sean did it to me for Fargo. I hated that movie for the longest um, time. For the longest time, because they 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 took I took him to go see Fargo, and you know it's a Coen Brother movie, and I walked out of that theater hating that fucking movie because it was ruined for me. And then I didn't watch that. It had to be at least ten years before I decided to uh, revisit that movie, and I was like, "This movie's fucking brilliant." <laughs> your uh, you know your audience is very important. Yeah, uh, really. So, but anyway, anyway, to keep this from becoming a three-hour movie, yes. Already, uh, all right. So the, the, not a movie. The podcast. It's not a movie. The podcast for Belfast is very simply a young boy and his working class the, the Belfast. For... <laughs> what? The podcast for... for Belfast. Did I say the podcast? You did. I got you so confused. You got the. <laughs> oh my! I didn't even know I said it. You do. You'll hear it when you come back. Oh my God! All right. This, the tagline, the storyline, the synopsis of Belfast is a young boy and his working class Belfast family experience the tumultuous late 1960s. That's terrible description. Yeah. But you know, it's uh, so. Just say it's coming of age. Uh huh. That that's black what it sounds white, like to uh, me. Black and white period piece. And, uh, I, and I'm from, interested. I don't know anything about it, but well, it looks interesting. What, from what I've read, it's semi semi-autobiographical. Why can't I say it? Semi-autobiographical. Yes. Uh, it says here the film is based on Chimichanga. a true Chimichanga. The film is based on a true on true story events from Kenneth Branagh's childhood. So he's doing um. Uh, fuck. What was the other black and white movie? Roma, Roma, mm-hmm. which is very similar to that. Basically, shoot a black and white movie that's partially about yourself, and you're almost a shoo-in. Yeah, although Roma yeah. didn't win Best Picture that year, this might. This is getting a lot of buzz. Yeah, Roma, Roma won both Best Foreign though, didn't it? It did. Yeah, well that that's why it didn't. Well, win yeah, best. they. Uh, whenever that happens, it. Uh, it well, the only time it 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 um the only time it didn't happen where it split was Parasite, where it won Best Picture and Best Foreign. It's the first yeah. time it's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's that fucking good. Well, it, of course. But that's you. what usually ends up happening is a foreign film that's nominated for picture always splits. It's like, listen, we're not giving you picture, but we will give you Best Foreign Film. Enjoy. See, but that's what happens when you spread the ten films. Yeah, true. That you know that, that, that They fucked themselves for Avatar. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep saying it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but Belfast... 
I'm 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 eager to see it. I'm I'm hoping it's good. Uh, yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, Coda, oh. which uh, which is the story of a of a, a girl. Her family they're all deaf, but she can hear. So it's a story of her wanting to like she wants to go to college. Well, here it's a, as a child or as a Coda child of a de- of deaf adults. Ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family. When the family's fishing business is threatened, Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her love of music um, uh, by wanting to go to Berkeley College uh, and her fear of abandoning her parents. Um, now, I have this film, and I, I watched the first few minutes of it just to make sure that uh, the... That, uh, the copy that I got worked and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good film because from what I saw, uh, it, it's, it's, it's well done. I, now I, I, I gotta say this carefully because in this day and age, saying anything that offends somebody can quickly get you kicked to death by a bunch of tweens and skinny jeans. But I, uh, I have no interest in this film right. for this, for one of the reasons I, I, when it, when I when I see the whole family except her is deaf, all I see is great. I get to spend a lot of time watching people not hear something, and what? I just I'm hope I I'm gonna watch it. I hope it's good, but it's just I this is like I, this is like the same way I wasn't interested in um, uh, the sound of metal last year. Right. Just I, it's just I just it's not my kind of film. I don't like spending two hours watching somebody struggle with something. I prefer my struggling being like like. Like with like a, um, I don't know, like existential struggle, like emotional soul struggle. The actually struggling over a physical disability that bores me. Right. Yeah. I so <laughs> I, again, I I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I'm just not interested in that kind of film. It doesn't gravitate towards me. I'm I, I I'm bored by the sound of it. It I've been I'm and because of this attitude, I'm wrong many a times, and I'm hopefully this is one of them. <laughs> um. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, moving on, uh, next is the Adam Baby, McKay. You can drive my car. Uh, this is the Adam McKay film, Don't Look Up. Oh, wait, are you doing, I thought you were going in alphabetical order. I'm going in the order that uh, the Oscars has them in. Oh, those fuckwits. All right, go ahead. Well, you Sorry. know what's funny? Uh, Why would they well, not wait a minute. In alphabetical uh, hold order? on. It is in alphabetical order. Don't Look Up comes before Drive My Car. D-R-D-O. Oh, I- no, no, I can't read. I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Continue. Continue. Uh, don't look up. So, the synopsis... We all know about it by now. Yeah, well, the synopsis is two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Now, this film was completely panned by critics. 100%. I mean, like, it's... I think they felt it was too political. Um... I haven't read any of those reviews, but I've heard that all yeah. the reviews are bad. And what's interesting is when you when you watch any of the interviews with like DiCaprio and Meryl Streep and Jennifer Lawrence and everybody, they're like, you know, we saw this as a golden opportunity to make a movie like this and uh, about something that could actually happen and would probably go about the way it's portrayed in the film, probably exactly the same way. And it's funny that they're interviewed and they say these things because critics are like, yeah, no, I didn't like this. It's too political or it's 
not believable or whatever. You know, like it's a seven point two on IMDb, but on Rotten Tomatoes, I want to say it's under sixty two percent. Before I'm gonna I even find had out. people recommending the film to me because of how good it was, everybody that's mentioned the film to me without me bringing it up has said how great it is. Right. Before that, I noticed it because I kept seeing headlines saying, fans love it, critics hate it. I was like, All right, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I, I, I wasn't curious enough to look into it. I didn't know about the film until I heard about that. I am very interested in watching this film. I'm actually, I'm upset that I haven't seen it sooner. I've been wanting to watch it as I haven't had the time. Right. Uh, I am, I have high expectations and i have a theory it seems to me that all of his other previous films that everyone loves so much the critics yeah were all about past events oh were, yeah that's true they, they were all past events and they, they were you know uh and this one is something where he's, he's criticizing modern day today right and i don't know i don't know if that's the reason or not but that's like one of the only differences i see having not seen the film yet so uh, it's a uh, 78% audience score. Audiences enjoy it. 56% critics. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I really can't wait to watch this. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm insane. Yeah. Oh, uh, during this episode, uh, are we going to pair these movies or we'll do that off air? We'll do that off air. I don't want to. We're wasting too much time as it is. All right. You know, talking and stuff. Well, of course. Uh, moving on is the film Drive My Car. Drive um, My. See, that's where I was doing the bait. <laughs> This is a Korean movie, Japanese. I, I, I I'm know. not 100 sure. It's one of the films I have. I don't have a uh, like a copy of yet. I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> Out of the 2021, drive my car. Korean, uh, yeah. After his wife's unexpected death, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Yusuke Kafuki, Kafuku. Ka- I really hope it's Korean. After I just said yes, it's Korean. Kafuku. I really don't want to be that white guy. I, I am that white. No, Japanese. I'm a, oh, it is I'm, Japanese. I'm that white guy. Yeah. Don't ask yeah, me. You're that white guy. Oh, you yeah, know what? Sorry. If I if if I finished here, this is going to confirm that it's Japanese. Uh, a renowned stage actor and director receives an offer to direct a production of Uncle Vanya in Hiroshima. Uh, there he there he is begins. That Japan? To, uh, yes, it is. No, I'm kidding, I'm uh, <laughs> there he begins to face the haunting mysteries his wife left behind. So. Yeah, um, is, is the is the haunting mystery about Hiroshima, or is it just about his missing is like I, missing wife? Or? I don't. The, the, well, you know, there's, oh, I always wife's death. Okay, never mind. There's a synopsis, and then there's a longer one, yeah, uh, where yeah. it says two years, like it's more detailed. Two years after his wife's unexpected death, oh, so, a renowned so, stage actor, blah 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 blah. So anyway, so um, about an actor, great, and a dead wife. I, I would just expect I, this film to win best foreign, or best. Um, it's not called the best uh, best foreign uh, anymore, right? International no, best it. international. I was I, gonna wait until we got to that to talk about that. Yeah, I would expect this to win best international. Wow, this is three hours. Oh, yeah. uh huh. They're well, all three hours. They're all two and a half hours. They're Jesus all Christ! Long. Oh my God! You know what? Yeah, hold on. What's Belfast? How long is two, Belfast? That's two or two and a half. I think it's two and a half. Belfast is oh god no, okay good it's an hour and thirty eight minutes hour and thirty eight the refreshing breaths of air yes Coda Coda's an hour and a half I know Coda's an hour and fifty one oh it's, it's under two that's an hour and a half uh, I'm rounding down for this shit <laughs> don't look up that's two hours I think or I think it's a little long. over two 
Yeah. Two hours, 18. Ah, yeah. And then drive my car is three hours. <laughs> Oy, oh Next. Boy. Now, speaking of long films. Dune. <laughs> this is actually two hours and 35 minutes. It's actually not uh. that much longer uh, than Don't Look Up. Now, the reason why is because this is only part one. There's a part two that's coming. Okay. So I'm actually surprised to... that this has been nominated for Best Picture because it's only half the movie. So it really oh. has no chance at winning. Just just saying right now, I want to try to get my father in on that review. Of course. If he's Absolute. available. Absolutely. So, uh, um, that man. That, we'll talk about him subjecting me to Dune as a child You know when he's on, the, <laughs> on, the, when he's on record. Oh, and me subjecting, you, uh, subjecting it to you on the podcast for review? Because we did the David Lynch. We reviewed the David Lynch movie. Yeah, but I'd already, it's not like I had been scarred by it since then. I just, you know, didn't, you know. Yeah. That was just rubbing salt in an old wound. That's, that, this there is. There it is. Uh, right. A feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy, which, by the way, is called the Spice Melange. All right. So what I'm going to say, this is going to sound ignorant, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it was written before I was born. Uh huh. Or while, you know, that area. And I'm now like uh, close to 50 and I haven't read it yet. And I knew about it the entire time. Probably did. What probably wasn't interested. Probably not. Yeah. So this is this is something I've never read Dune or any other things. I don't really like serious sci fi. It bores me. Uh, it's just not that it's just something I don't like. So I'm. But it looks like they really did a much better job than Lynch did because of the technology, obviously. Well, of course. Uh, and, and and he's insane. <laughs> yeah, but God love him. Things, two little <laughs> things. Um, so I, I am looking interested to see it, but I, I do want to bring up that I still haven't watched um, the Blade Runner sequel. Oh, I watched it. It was good. Yeah, see, this is how I drag my feet on these serious sci-fi films. I, it's there's It's got to have a certain... Same director, by the way. There you go. Yeah, same director did the the Blade uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Did this one. It's his oh, name wow. is Denis Villeneuve. I'm sure I butchered that. He's a really good fucking director. Did you ever watch the movie he did called Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal? No, that's it's, put I, that, that at that, the seriously at the top of your see. Like we're doing the Oscar movies. Find time to watch that. That's on the list of films where it's like 10.30 at night. Like, I'm going to watch a movie. It's like, oh, I've been dying to watch this. What is it? Two hours and 20 minutes long? I just fuck it. I'm just going to go to bed. Let me tell you something. I was watching that movie. That movie is so fucking good. No, I wanted to see it. It's, That's one of those films I judge by the trailer. It's like, I so it, fuck. It, that trailer is hot garbage compared to how good this movie is. I'm too busy watching Call Me Kevin. I don't have time to watch a full-length <laughs> film. But the you thing know? is, it's like I'm watching the movie and we're like... I'm like 90 minutes in, and I'm like, fuck, this is good. And I check the runtime to see what's how much is left, and I'm like, fuck, there's only 40, 40 minutes left? 45, you know, 45 minutes? Like, I, I got depressed. I'm like, this movie's going to end soon. It's that fucking good. All right. It's, dude, I'm, I'm not joking. Hugh no, Jackman I, again, is fucking I, great in it. I don't know many times I tell you, I, I'm dying to see it, so you don't have to convince me. It's, it's on my list. Really good fucking mm. movie. Um, all right, moving on. We yes. have King Richard. <laughs> Listen, 
I don't know. This is probably going to be a good film. It's two hours and 24 minutes. I, 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 it's a sports film. It's a sport. That's what it is. I mean, it's a sports film disguised as a drama and, you know, it's, it's, it's it's an in-depth dramatic film about the man who mentored and raised two women. I don't fucking care about in the least. Well, listen, I, I, that's just my that's just my again I no judgment on the film or anything. I'm not in the te- not I'm not really in the tennis at all, so I'm not interested in this film. It could be about anybody. Uh it's tennis is involved. I okay. I, I don't like Will Smith in, in in reality. I prefer him when he's like fighting robots and aliens and shit. Yeah. I don't like it when he's a real person. <laughs> I did yeah. Yeah, oh great. You can you can play a black man. That's cool. Can you do an astronaut? That's what I want to see. The astronaut. Can you do an astronaut? Yeah, I, I just yeah. I, this came up last year too with J.D. Vance's uh, novels ad- adaptation uh, that hillbilly elegy bullshit. Oh, and, yeah, that that fucking piece of shit. Uh, but I just it's like the, these. <laughs> wow. These, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, 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 I'm actually I keep going back to that when we reviewed hillbilly elegy because at the time I didn't know that the author was J. JD Vance, so I didn't wasn't aware of everything going on because oh. I would have been I, I would have paid I would have paid more attention. Got it. <laughs> but I didn't because I just don't I just I don't have no interest in watching Lifetime movies in a month. Real life stories about mundane thing. If you're going to do mundane, artistic mundane, you know. Well, okay. I, okay. Uh, but it's just the guy raised his kids well. I, I'm I'm thrilled. But uh, I, well, I, actually, I, I don't know if. Uh... I, I don't know. Maybe they were poverish, and I, I don't oh. know. I actually don't know the story. Oh. It's uh, oh. a look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams became who they are after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams. So. Oh yeah. Again, I just, it's it's a biography about somebody I have no interest. Now in. this Why? this uh, uh, Richard Williams, the real Richard Williams, was doing. Um, interviews and, uh, when the he had a book and then the movie and all that and I I heard the interview and it was interesting um, the things that he had to go through uh, to get even court time for his daughters to practice on so because it was in bad neighborhoods and gangs and it was it was it was oh, yeah. very so I'm hoping the movie I hear it sucks being poor well yeah um, <laughs> wow no I. You know, I, I hear the. I I'm hoping the film can match, uh, the how interesting he was in the interviews that I heard. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, again, it's just. We'll see. We'll see. It's nominated for best not picture. Interested. I'm not. We'll again, see. Again, I would never see this film if I didn't have to watch it for the show. Not. It's not that I refuse to watch the film. No, of course not. I just don't care. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I, yeah, I, I oh, listen, I, I'm never, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to seek out any sports film. See, like, same thing. Listen, exactly. Slapshot, well, that's as, that's as, that's as sports film as slapshot, I really ever that's get. That's on the short list. That's on the short list. So that's a different podcast. What's not? <laughs> but I'm saying that's not. a sports film. That's as sports film as I really get. Same here. You know? Yeah. But sp- speaking of things that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. keep going. Um, <laughs> um, Licorice Pizza, which is a Paul Thomas Anderson film. Tap out. 
No? You're not interested in that one either? No. Two hours, 13 minutes. Now, the girl uh, and the guy, the girl is Alana Haim, which I believe she's a musician. And Cooper Hoffman, who I don't know if he's Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid or he just has the same name. I don't know. But they are unknowns. They've never done movies before. And they're saying that they're excellent. Actually, let me click on this kid. Maybe he is. He kind of looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, born to actor Philip Seymour Hoffman. There it is, right there. And costume designer Mimi O'Donnell. So, I, yeah. I got to say, he he's hit or miss with me. And by hit or miss, I mean he's very miss with me. I, I just scrolling quickly through his films. As a Paul Thomas pressure. Anderson? Yeah. yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Just scrolling through his films. Uh, I've, I've had a, a great love-hate relationship since Boogie Nights and Magnolia. Because Boogie Nights was fucking awesome. It was a great film. Oh, my God. And then, I, and then, I revisit that movie Yeah. often. Holly still hasn't seen it. I keep trying to get her to watch it. Oh, I was man. Like, no, it's a really good film. So fucking good. But but then Magnolia came out, and and the critics like bent over backwards kissing their asses about how great they were praising him. I was like, this I, is a fucking monstrous well, listen, nightmare the, the, pile of shit. We, we, we go back and forth on it. I enjoyed Magnolia. We'll, we'll revisit it and review it again because I want we to should. debate you on this. I want we, to debate you on this. We should. Because that movie is a pile of shit. It is, <laughs> it, is, it, is three, it is two or three good movies just fucking mashed together and just, just fucking beat the death. <laughs> Pat liked it. That's how much I don't like that film. Oh, stop it. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, but then like everything else. That Punch Drunk Love I liked, but I was disappointed in the ending just because I wanted a bloodbath. But that's just my psychotic well. problem. <laughs> it's still a great film. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, um, you know what film? Uh, the, um, Inherent Vice, I loved. I thought that was great. Well, There Will Be Blood was amazing. I, yeah, I haven't seen it. That's you haven't seen that one yet. You should put no. that on a short list. Now, I, I haven't I seen The Master, and I hear that was an excellent. The movie's 10 years old now. That's on my list. But, but that's that would have been on my list regardless because of the subject matter. Right. So, speaking, which, speaking of Dune, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I started watching Inherent Vice, and I got interrupted, and I never revisited it. I, I read the book, and I watched the film, and, and the film was good. Very good. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, even without the book, I mean, but, like, it's even as good as You know the what's book. crazy about movie. Inherent Vice? I remember the trailer when it came out. I feel like the trailer only came out two, three years ago, and it's an eight-year-old movie. <laughs> the movie's right, eight so, fucking years old. So, so what, what's the, uh, what's the uh, description of Licorice Pizza? Oh, we reviewed Phantom Thread. That was Oh uh, yeah, that's another one where eh, I now. it didn't really enjoy that. Um I get it, but not no. Yeah, and that one was um uh why am I blanking on his name? Uh considered one of the greatest actors ever ever. Uh Oh, Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Jesus. He announced that that was going to be the last film he ever did, and we're five years later, and he hasn't made another movie. He hasn't made another movie, right? That fucking liar. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis said he was retiring. I don't care. Yeah, Phantom Thread. That's it. That was. He said that was the last thing, and that was the last thing. How do you retire as an actor? You're an independent contractor. You just stop taking bids. 
I, yeah. They're not really reti- retired. No, they're not retired because they don't have a real – they don't have like a, a – a, a, it's not the same thing as a fucking real person retiring. I wish right. they would stop using that word. They should just say, I'm going to stop working because I'm so fucking rich. <laughs> that's not retiring. That's giving up. Uh, true. Anyway. Uh, the story of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine growing up, running around and going through the treacherous navigation of first love in the San Fernando Valley, 1973. Another coming-of-age film. All right. Another coming-of-age film. Multiple strikes out of the gate. Coming-of-age film. Two, coming-of-age film that takes place the year I was fucking born. <laughs> yeah, well. Three, the fact that it's a period piece film <laughs> in the age I was born. About three, I, No, fuck all of that. I don't need that. Well, we're going to find, that, we're gonna that, find out. That, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. On top of all of that, it's, a, it's, a, it's, I, I just, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't reach out for it unless someone told me no it really is good i don't know i just i'm just getting older and bitter you know that's all it's young happy kids running around you know it may remind me how old i am no i don't need that i'm gonna sit in mcdonald's and like you know watch watch fox news on my cell phone too loud oh man that i just got to chill because of how true and real that actually is (laughs) my father used to go to the mcdonald's in bloomfield um and it's just like I go in there to meet my dad for breakfast. And we're not talking that long ago. We're talking a few months ago, a year ago. Um, and it's just like there's just these uh, this older crowd doing exactly what you just said. Dude, dude, uh, when we first moved to Texas. So this this is this is like after Trump was elected, but like early on where it was just right. You're still shocked. Um, no, it wasn't. It was around that time. But all I know is, like back then, we were at a McDonald's and they had, they had news on the TV at McDonald's, turned down low. And so Holly and I were commenting on it, but it was like CNN or something. So this old guy behind us must have got pissed about it because all of a sudden he starts blasting Fox News on his cell phone really loud. <laughs> and and I was just thinking about it now when I mentioned it because that was the first thing that came to my mind. And then I, then I thought, you know, back then that he did that, I just kind of ignored it. If that happened like now. That would be on the news. Oh, it's just I just have no tolerance anymore for just assholes. <laughs> I just, just I'm so happy that that hasn't happened now. It happened then when I was like adult enough, but now I would just like it, no, no, this is going to become people are going to start filming this on their cameras. This is not going to go well. <laughs> well, but anyway, that's why I stopped watching news. So there yeah, it is. Good for uh, you. Uh, Night how, Nightmare Alley. How can I not be interested in this? It's Guillermo del Toro, that, um, and. Told- he is more hit than miss, to be completely yes. honest. And uh-huh. and lately, the stuff that he's putting out, not only is it being recognized by the Academy, it's also really high quality and really good stuff. Uh, you know what? I, I pick and choose what I watch of his, too, because I know he's hit and miss. And also, right. I know he's he's somebody who... I, 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 I actually respect him as an artist, but I also know that you know there's money involved, and sometimes you take projects to take projects. And sometimes he does things where I look at him and he's like, eh, I, I don't think he's that. No, no. <laughs> I don't think that's the best foot for it. Like that whole the, the Strain TV show, oh. like he did, like Code did with somebody. I think he. I don't know if he wrote or produced. I, know he, I think he produced that. I think like that. I, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll that's one of those things where it's like, listen, we're going to give you a lot of money so we can use your name to try and get some traction on this. And he's yeah. like, okay, just make sure it's not other garbage and then you can use my name. 
other than that, I don't think he's like giving notes. And if he is, and it's not horrible, if he didn't give notes, it probably would be horrible. You know, you know it, I, it could be that kind of scenario. Yeah, I also think that um, I was lucky enough where I was able, able to watch like the uh, the Devil's Backbone back in the days of video bootlegs. I you uh, gave when, me when you stuff, gave me a copy. Yeah, so you know when you couldn't get that stuff in America, so so when he started doing American stuff. It, like you were kind of prepared for mimic. It was like, okay, you know, it's gonna be commercial. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so. And then so, when so we then, then when we reviewed that, sorry to interrupt you. Then when we reviewed that, it came to light that it just wasn't the way he wanted it to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, some of the best audio commentaries. Like, yeah, these people are fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost paraphrasing. Uh, yeah, so you can smell you can smell like the the corporate stuff on on his stuff when it's not really his, and he's right. just like kind of like going through the motions yeah uh but then when he has a, a baby that he actually raises for his own you know oh sure you know he's 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 not a whore he's an artist that compromises occasionally and i'm okay sure. with that everybody has to compromise sure and that's how you get movies like shape of water which ends up winning best picture and exactly. you know all kinds of things uh, best director uh so the synopsis for this is an ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. Still kind of don't know what the movie's about, but it's Del Toro. I'm gonna, I'm interested. I uh, See, I, I love a film where I can see the title, see the poster, read that brief synopsis, and still having a fucking clue going into it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> and, and it's always so refreshing instead of like, okay, formula number seven, I get it. You know, it's entertainment. I know I shouldn't complain, but formulaic. But you know, if it's that's 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 yeah, that's it's, that's, uh, that's that's M and M's or that's Reese's Pieces scattered across the lawn. <laughs> that's what that is. I'm following that into the shed. Uh, it's two and a half hours. Again. Yeah, there. It's these are long movies this year. There, right. these are long movies. There's only a couple that are under two hours. Yeah, okay, so it's far all downhill from here. So. Go ahead. Um, the Power of the Dog, Jane Campion. Here, let's take a look at Cumber, this. Cumberbatch. He might be winning a Best Actor Oscar this year. Who knows? I, I like I like Benedict Cumberbatch because I, I often will say his name and, and try to purposely mispronounce it to be funny, and I end up pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> uh, two hours and six minutes, directed by Jane Campion. Uh, charismatic rancher Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe in those around him when his brother brings some uh, brings home. Uh, I'm sorry. When his brother brings home his new wife and her son, Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. No. <laughs> what was that? What, like when we were growing up as kids. When we were growing up as kids, it was always like, oh, that boy is teasing you? That means he likes you. <laughs> this is the adult version of that. Oh, this is a this is a lifetime... Ro- this is fucking Hallmark. This is what this is. No, no, no. That, that description should end... That, the set, that last sentence should end with the word bloodshed, not fucking love. <laughs> Horror, terror. The possibility you know, of love. Apocalypse, not fucking love. It's nominated for twelve Oscars. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. It's, it actually walked away with the most Oscars this year. It's, it's Great. the favorite. It's the favorite uh, to win Best Picture. So, I, I, I don't know. I have to watch it. 
Yeah, of course. We're going to watch it. All right, moving on. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Filmed in Patterson, New Jersey, which I drive through every day. No, 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 no. I hate West Side Story. An, an adaptation of the 1957 musical West Side Story explores forbidden love and the rivalry between the Jets and the Sharks, two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds. When you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> my first and only question about the film. Yes. Do they modernize it or do they keep it in the time period? Oh, it's, I'm positive it's modernized. It, it, well, as far as modernized go, I I think I if I remember correctly, um, it's it's just taking place. It's not taking place in the fifties. It might be taking taking place in the seventies. Let's see if there's more information about the movie. Um, yeah, every picture of this annoys the shit out of me. I hate the movie. I mean, I, I hate, I, yeah, I hate the original film. I hate it. I, I don't like musicals. I no, like, I, 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 I like some musicals. I'm very particular. It's a in departure musicals. for Spielberg. He doesn't do what rehashing he, something everybody's seen. Before no, 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 no. Like, no. like, like fucking do, praised like for it. Doing a musical. No, that's not new for him. No, doing a musical. He doesn't do that. Uh, let's see. Making me angry. There's somebody did a review here. It says the 1961 West Side Story was superior to Spielberg's version. The actors in the primary roles of the 61 uh, were so much superior to that of the 2021's film. Of course, they don't say what year it takes place. I can okay. do. I can do a quick it, look. I think it's, I think it takes place uh, the same time because one of the goofs that came up on IMDb is a pinball machine is seen in the drugstore. However, pinball was outlawed in New York until 1976. So I'm assuming this is in the 60s or something like that. So maybe the time same time period. What year no. does West Side Story take I'm place? I'm sorry. In? So instead of 1957, maybe it's 67. Because it's obviously before 1976. Right. Or they couldn't have played pinball. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really not just, I mean, if I have to go through more than one or two pages to find out, then nobody knows. No, but here's my It's a trick question anyway, because if, if it's the same time period, why the fuck you even bother remaking it? And if it is a modernization, don't fucking re modernize it. Just make a different musical. Right. Uh, I, I'm, you know, you know what? I, I'm fucking done with Shakespeare. I'm, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm tired. How many times are you gonna remake Hamlet? Ooh, ooh! Now it takes place at a laundromat. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm uh, not joking. That's a real film. I, I really, God. I mean, I may be mixing up Hamlet with some other Shakespeare, but, but there's one that takes place at a uh, laundry laundromat. Oh, fantastic! I, um, two hours, thirty-six minutes. Fuck you, Spielberg. There's only two movies that are under two hours. There's only two, and that's... Uh, you didn't hear me whining the last, like, hour? <laughs> it, it's Belfast and Coda. Those are the only two movies that are under two hours. Everything else right. is two hours or more. Okay, so let's not get... Let's, let's kind of burn through the other categories. Let's not get too crazy with trying with doing any predictions or anything right no, now. No, let's no, just, no, no, no. Let's just mention them and, and bring up anything that we haven't talked All about All right, yet. let's go right to actor. Best actor. 
Okay. You have Javier Bardem for being in being the Ricardos. Uh, I, I don't want to see that, but I'm going to try to. I have it. We'll see. I, I know. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'll watch um, your copy. The thing is, I will say this. A lot of the best picture uh, nominees uh, take up for all the other categories, too. Like, if you watch all the best pictures, you get a lot of the best actors, the you, best you, actresses. I heard that earlier when I said there's a lot of overlap, so that's why it's going to go quickly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> listen, I probably didn't hear you say that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, so you don't listen to me. No, we confirmed that. I, hey, I love you, man. <laughs> Uh, um, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. Uh-huh. Uh, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Now, we haven't talked about that one yet. Not no. looking forward to seeing it. Well, it's not a Best Picture, so... No. It, it, it is a nominated film, so I'm, I'm going to try, try and watch as many nominated movies as possible. Yeah, I'm going to try to, but it's another one that's not really on my, my want-to-see list. Uh, Will Smith for King Richard. Yeah. And Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. What did I just say? What did I just say? <laughs> and it's directed by um, Ethan Cohen, I believe. Yeah, it's one of the... Joel Cohen isn't in on that one. Usually they work on every film together. Uh, they, they do their own separate things. Yeah. Yeah, they got their own like side projects going on. They're not joined at the hip. Um, so, I, I'm just looking at this list. That's I believe this is Benedict Cumberbatch. He wins Best Actor. Uh-huh. All right. It's either going to be him or Will okay. Smith, because the I, two yeah, of them haven't won. I haven't seen... I, we haven't seen any of these films. I don't want to make predictions. I'm making a prediction there. I feel bad doing that right now. Now we're just, I, I don't want to play into the politics. I want to actually watch All the right. films. All right. Best supporting act. Uh, best supporting actor. Uh-huh. I'm pronouncing this wrong. Syrian Hines, or Hines, for Belfast, which I'm assuming is the kid. Um, Troy Coatser for Coda. Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for the power of the dog. Now Troy Coatser, Coatser for mm-hmm. Coda, that's a big deal because that's the first deaf person that's ever been nominated for an Oscar. Oh wow! Okay. So, so okay. that tips the scales a little bit. You know what's interesting? When Jesse Plemons first came onto the the scene, the first time I ever saw him was in Breaking Bad. And I was just like, man, he just looks like Matt Damon with the mumps. Oh, yeah, Meth Damon. <laughs> Meth Damon. Yeah. But, I forget why I first heard that, but yeah, Meth Damon. But goddamn, is he, he's a, actually a really good actor. Oh, and oh, he's yeah. in a lot of really good things. He was a really good actor in, in Breaking Bad. Yes, he was. But no, I'm, I'm saying it's like I saw him in Breaking Bad. I never expected him to do the level of work in the level of quality films that he's in as well he's been in soderbergh films let's just yeah. draw the line there all by right the way, by the way soderbergh soderbergh can go fuck himself <laughs> uh best actress you have jessica chastain for the eyes of tammy faye i, I actually want to see that uh you know i remember that from my childhood i do want to go back and like see what yeah. really happened besides what my my child eyes saw uh olivia coleman for the lost daughter yeah Penelope yeah. Cruz for Parallel Mothers. I don't even know what that's about. I don't know. Uh, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. Uh-huh. And Kristen Stewart for Spencer playing Lady Diana. Yeah, Spencer. Not not to be confused with Spencer, the uh, film adaptation of Spencer for Hire, the TV show. No. That starred Marky Mark. Because <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, 
it's been a while. That can't be up for an Oscar. It's been a while. Yeah, um, a best supporting actress, uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. And uh, now, Adriana DeBose for The West Side Story. Judy Dench for Belfast. Judy all the way. Uh, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. And Ingenue Ellis for King Richard. I was going to correct you, then I looked like, no, yeah, Ingenue. Ingenue. (laughs) That's not how it's spelled, but that's how it's it's spelled. Ah, Ingenue. Um, So those are the major acting categories. Cinematography. I mean, best best animated film. Do we care? Um, Should we just go through it real quick? Yeah, yeah, best animated. Yeah, real quick. All right. I I know I haven't seen any of them. Encanto, which yeah. is, I'm telling you now, wins best picture for animated. All right. All right. I'm you telling know. you now. All right. I'm I'm I, helping your ballot. Okay, I abstained for a lot of reasons from. Uh, I'm not, I'm abstaining now from from uh, social media for a lot of reasons. Uh-huh. One of the, the one of them is I'm tired of seeing people posting about how much they love this fucking Encanto. Yeah. I, oh, good. You you you. Oh. I did. I don't care. I'm sure it's a great film. I'm not knocking on it. I'm just tired of seeing grown ass adults running around like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is the best thing ever!" So, yeah, it's a kids' film. Enjoy it and move the fuck on. Why am I still seeing posts about this fucking thing? <laughs> because it's social media and it just spreads like I, wildfire. I, I, I don't know. I just um, flee, flee, which is also nominated for best documentary feature. I know we haven't gotten to it yet. But it's an animated documentary, which is interesting to me. I have to see this thing. There's been those in the past. There's one I had on my Plex that I deleted because I figured I'm never going to watch it. But it was a document documentary about the, the clock tower shootings, one of the first mass shootings. And it was animated? America. And uh, it's all man animated, yeah. Really? Because they go into the stories of the people that were shot. So they, they animate it uh, instead of having reenactors playing the characters. No kidding. So this is a this is a best animated feature film, and it's also nominated for best documentary, um, which I say it wins best documentary because it's going to split. That's just my guess. Uh, Luca, which is another Disney movie. The Mitchells versus the Machines. And Rhea and the Last Dragon. Yeah. Cinematography. Uh, Dune. Nightmare, Nightmare Alley. The Power of the Dog. The Tragedy of Macbeth. And West Side Story. Again, same films over and over again. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a very, yeah. very... Uh, and again, that's what happens when you have 10 best picture categories. Yeah. Costume design. Cruella, Cyrano. I don't want to see Cruella. I have it on my Plex. I, I I'm interested. Cyr- I am. Yeah, I I saw Cruella. It was fun. Oh, good, cool. It was fun. Because you'll um, know if I don't. I won't like it. I no, I no. You'd like it. You, you'll you'll kind of know if I don't like it. You're you're, like you're, it. you're not going to hate that one. Okay, cool. Um, Cyrano. All right, all right. That was a January release. At least that's when the trailer was supposed to come out, but they must have snuck that in before the new year. Making Cyrano a dwarf? No. <laughs> uh, no. Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story for costume design. All right. Um, there's only one. There's only one real. P- no. I, all right. 
There's there's only one old period piece. But then you have uh, the West Side Story's more contemporary period piece. Okay. Uh, Nightmare. So, uh, no, because usually that always goes to like the Victorian era or anybody in like frilly dresses and shit. Yeah. So, so uh, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if it ends up going to Dune. To be honest, I, I won't be surprised if anything ends up going to Dune. Although, you know, although I haven't seen it yet. But right. uh, again, Cyrano. I'm just. I get that tips the scales a bit just because it's the oldest one. Yeah. Uh, directing. Now, this is my thing. Uh, much in the way that Scott always talks about the screenwriting, the best adapted, the best screenplay, I always talk about the five nominees for directing. And I always bring it up every year. Yep. That it, Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> dick. Yes, he um, <laughs> My thing is that if we were still at five nominees, the best director, the best director... Um, nominees would show what would normally be nominated for best picture if there was still five so best director belfast kenneth brana um licorice pizza paul thomas anderson power of the dog jane campion and west side story steven spielberg and then usually they always throw in like um like a dark horse like drive my car Ryusuke Hamaguchi, which is the Japanese film. So it's like the movie is probably, eh, it's okay. If Spielberg gets it, I'm quitting the Oscars. <laughs> I don't care how good his. Yeah. Never mind. Never but mind. Drive My Car is nominated for Best Picture. So all five of these directors have a Best Picture nominee. Yeah. So to me, to me, these five, if we were still at five nominees, this is this is truly what the five nominees would for best picture would be. Yeah, no, I can see. These that. are the five that are probably considered above everything else better movies than the, only, the other the only, five. If it was only five, the, the, my only disagreement, and this is the reason why it's not five anymore, is I feel like West Side Story would get bumped. I agree with that. I think West Side Story would get bumped. What would uh, let's see? What would be in there instead? King Richard. You think King Richard? Again, I haven't seen any of the films yet, but just just based on like Oscar tradition, yeah, King Richard. Yeah. Unless it's a shitty, unless I watch it and I, and I think it's a shitty film, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna. That's my opinion. Uh, all right. So what's next? Um. Where was I? I got all messed we just up. Finished best director. Ah, here we go. Uh, documentary. Ascension. Man, they, they put screenplays at the bottom of their fucking list. Assholes. Attica. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Back up. What were we doing again? Ascension. Because you called a different Ascension. list. A documentary feature. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Ascension. Okay. No idea. Uh, I have no idea. I always guess on this. And then when we watch the Oscars and they give you a clip of what it is, I'd be like, I would have I picked that one had I known. Last year, I really, really, really tried to watch some of the best documentaries i i maybe watched one but just the the, the subject matters is really not up my alley and, yeah. and you know there's other films to watch um attica let me guess what that about <laughs> um the, the the animated film which is also a documentary the one called flea mm -hmm. uh summer of soul or when the revolution could not be televised and writing with fire hmm so, I like the sound of that one. I but wonder I'm, I'm, why. If I was going to guess right now, I would just pick Summer of Soul. Uh, I would say Flea, 
because it's also an animated and I'm a big believer of them wanting to split things. Well, we feel bad that you didn't get best animated, but we're going to give you best uh, documentary. Uh, I, I would I would love it if that one best picture over fucking Encanto. I would love that. <laughs> I would go back online just just to, to, just to laugh at everybody crying about it the next day. <laughs> uh, film editing. Don't look up. Dune. King Richard. The power of the dog and tick tick boom. I don't know. Flip a coin. I can never tell with that I category. Uh, best international <laughs> film. You uh-huh. have Drive My Car. Oh, wow. That movie Flea, the best animated, best documentary. It's also up for best international film. There you go. International feature film. Holy right. shit. So it, I'm, I'm not changing it in my Plex. It's still best foreign uh, foreign language film. I'm, I'm going old school. Go for it, man. Uh, the Hand of God, uh, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. Out of all of these, I think the only one I've actually been able to get a copy of so far is the worst person in the world. Same here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and drive my car. Oh, you got drive my car? I couldn't find it. All right. Maybe Wait. it's up now. I haven't looked today. Oh, maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, right. We'll uh, talk about it after. Uh, not a big deal. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. Coming to America. Cruella. Dune. The Eyes of Tammy Faye and House of Gucci. Hmm. Probably goes to House of Gucci because Jared Leto is unrecognizable in that movie. Uh, mm. Let's see, oh, music. They're gonna play. They're gonna play all five of these songs. They're putting music before screenwriting. Original. Watch it's it's original score. Original score. I, that's actually a category, a lower category that I do still have on my Plex. Uh, Don't look up. Dune and Kanto, Parallel Mothers and the Power of the Dog. Yeah, I gotta watch the film. Before. Original song, "Be Alive" from King Richard. Dos Oraguditas. I butchered that. I know. Uh, Encanto. Down to Joy, Belfast. No time to die. James Bond. No time to die. Somehow you do from uh, a movie called Four Good Days. You know it's going to Encanto. It always goes to the Disney yeah, four, movie. Yeah, Four Good Days is about. I, I know this film. I've. I mean, I know about this film. It's. It's about uh, someone trying to uh, go into rehab, and like the first four days of going cold right. turkey. I think. I think it's something like that. Production design, Dune, uh-huh. Nightmare Alley. Before screenplays. Screenplays are coming. God, motherfuckers. Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Uh, let's see. Sound! Uh, notice Spider-Man isn't nominated yet. <laughs> uh, Belfast has better sound than Spider-Man, apparently. <laughs> Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog. Oh! Oh! What? We finally got a film that I've seen. What? No Time to Die? It's the only film I've seen so far. I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet, either. Um, and West Side Story. Notice this. I have a feeling that Sony nominated Spider-Man in every single category, and the Academy is like, go fuck yourself. How does Spider-Man not get nominated for Best Sound? It's a fucking action movie oh, and a right comic book movie. It's a... Sp- oh, that's so out of spite, you know. it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what? Really? Best Picture? Go fuck yourself. Um... <laughs> You know how obnoxious these Encanto fans are? 
Uh, One of the headlines I glanced. I know so much about this film, but not even I haven't even read these fucking people. Yeah, I said, oh, but like someone was <laughs> posting. I saw I saw like a, a like the day after the uh, Oscar nominees came out, there was an article and the headline was complaining, uh, "How come this song wasn't nominated for Moncanto for best song?" And like pe- people were commenting, "Oh, it's horrible." This so, so it's up for an Oscar, but you just you're pissed off now that this song didn't get. Fuck you. I don't know. It's, it angers me for no reason. I'm sorry. Best visual, best visual effects. What sucks is I'm probably gonna watch it and love it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I saw some of it because the kids were watching it. It's it's not bad movie in any way. It's just I don't give a fuck. I really yeah, don't care. Yeah. No. Yeah. Every now, every, like every tenth, like a, like cartoon a animated feature that comes out now, like oh, here's one I'm gonna like. Let me tell you something. The the last Disney movie like animated that I was I, I really really enjoyed was Wreck It Ralph. Like I really enjoyed Wreck It Ralph. I, I did, but not enough to revisit it. I mean, it was. I, it, I, listen, I have kids. It was always on. If I didn't, I saw I, it so many times, and I'm just no, glad that bad. I enjoyed. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I'm glad I enjoyed it because to watch that twenty times, ugh. I mean, it's about video games. I mean, come on, I'm in. Yeah, there you go. Um, visual effects, Dune. Did they, did they ever make a video game of Rick and Ralph? They that seems like a missed opportunity. They had like little mini games. Oh. Uh, Dune. What was this for again? I'm sorry. Uh, visual effects, special effects. Oh, Dune. So you got Moving Dune, on. Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider Man: No Way Home. <laughs> They're like, all right, we'll give you one, just because, Shang- just because. Shang Chi, the first in the line of the new Marvel Cinematic Universes. We didn't fucking ask for this, and why are you giving this to us? <laughs> I still haven't watched it because I don't care. Did they take a poll? Did they take a poll and then like just just try to find characters that weren't that didn't come up on the poll? I got people I don't, that give a shit about I, comics. I don't right? know who who the fuck said yeah. I want a Morbius film. <laughs> Which, by the way. Which, by the way, because of Omicron, it was moved from a January January release, which you know means it fucking blows, to now uh, April. You know why? Because it's fucking Morbius. <laughs> but here's the thing. I've been wrong about this before. I was very wrong about the Sandman in the Spider-Man film. That turned yeah. out right. Well, I'm here, still insane. But, but here's the thing. They dug themselves out of that January movie where movies go to die whole and used Omicron. It's like, listen, this movie's not going to make any money if it comes out in January because we're, you know, on the East Coast alone, it's you know it just, hundreds it just of thousands a, of cases a day. It just took a thousand deaths or so a day to get us get us the break <laughs> we needed. Yes. Um, but. All right. Well, I'm sorry. But, any, but yeah. Oh, uh, we watched Eternals. <sighs> Dude, I could have told you that. Well, we wa- saved your time. Well, Mer- my 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 wife's. No, I can't get into it. Nope, um, we're moving on. No, we're moving on. But it, it was recommended to us, and we watched it, and it's just like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, nobody in my small circle has has seen it and liked it. And I and every time every every I've told everyone the exact same thing I told you. I mean I I, I I going I into it I going into it I knew it was going to be bad but I watched yeah. it because Mayor wanted to because somebody recommended it and just like okay we got to watch it now blah 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 all this because it's got the history and my wife's a history major 
So we watch it, and it's like, this just sucks. <laughs> this is just, and it's two and a half fucking hours. Everything's two and a half Even my kids were like, eh. <laughs> it's like, listen, this is the audience you're going for, and when they're like, eh, it's, stop it. Yeah. My kids have, also, my kids, they, they're like, like, we got to watch Shang-Chi, and they're like, ugh, Okay. Like if my kids aren't clawing at me to be like, we got when are we gonna watch it? They keep asking me about Spider Man. They keep asking me about the Batman, and mm-hmm. it's like, listen, Spider Man doesn't come out for for a couple more months, and I'm trying to get us in to see the Batman opening weekend. I, I, I'm really hoping that the the this pendulum swing uh, to Justice League right uh, finally gives the DC not Justice League, God damn it, um, even though that did kind of get a Suicide Squad. Swing. Suicide Squad was the bigger swing, you know, actually getting people to praise a DC film for right. once. I, you know, as much as it, it irritates the fuck out of me when, when since they're both good films. Well, dude, uh, they, 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 we've talked about this on the show. There, there's yeah. absolutely a line drawn in the sand by critics. But, but but I feel like it's moving now with the new. Everybody embraced the new uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. I haven't heard anything bad about it. No, did you see it yet? Uh, the new. Fucking multiple times, yeah. Great fucking movie. It's fucking awesome. Great Have you fucking seen it yet? movie. Of course. Okay, don't, don't Starro, come on, man. Don't ask me stupid questions if you're going to ask stupid questions. Well, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, but anyway. It just makes me feel good. But, All uh, right. Moving on. Adapted screenplay. Finally, to the adult stuff. All right. We have Coda. Screenplay okay. by. Uh, Seeing Eater. Hater. Uh, Drive My Car by Raizuki Hamaguchi. I think, I think it's pronounced Sean Hater. Sh- uh, no, I'm kidding. That's definitely yeah, okay. not how it's pronounced. Uh, Takamasa O. It's just O. Japanese. O-E. You're supposed to do it. Raizuki Hamaguchi. I'm not that angry. Takamasa O. Oh, okay. Wow. From, uh, from, no, from my from my experience watching samurai films, that's of, of how course. it's said. Of course. Okay. Uh, Dune, uh, John Spates, Denis Villeneuve, and Eric Roth. The uh, Lost Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Uh, the Lost Maggie. Daughter, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Oh, uh, J- Maggie, Jake's sister. Right. And the Power of the Dog, Jane Campion. Yeah. Um. Not. It's not. Uh, there's a lot. Like this is almost entirely with the exception of dune like just uh not the kind of adapted screenplays i'm into <laughs> no so really dune is i don't even want to watch dune but at least dune is not uh like uh somebody's bio- autobiography right or or, or, or a, a romance novel you know it's, yeah it's, it's, at least it's not different and uh with the exception of the lost daughter everything is nominated for best picture right so and I, I'm surprised that The Lost Daughter wasn't nominated for Best Picture. It's gotten a lot of um, uh, good praise, a lot of good uh, reviews. Well, you had to make room for West Side Story. Ugh, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch The Lost Daughter to be complete. Right. To be completely honest. Um. All right. Next. Uh, original screenplay. Yes. Uh, Belfast. Kenneth Branagh. All right. Don't look up. Adam McKay. Very interesting. The, the fact that that film that the critics hate is is up for best picture and mm-hmm. best original screenplay. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, Adam McKay and David Sirota, King Richard by Zach Balin. 
Yeah. Licorice Pizza by Tal- Paul Thomas Wait. Anderson. Oh, never mind. I, I thought I thought King Richard was a, was a autobiography because you said he had a book. I thought I thought it was a adaptation. I thought it was too. So maybe he uh, had a ghostwriter. Then he told this person the story to write. I, I well, it usually it, you, it's not. It should. I don't know if it was if it, if it's part based in any way from like a, an article or anything like that. It has to be adapted. Original screenplay means you just wrote a screenplay. So. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So, so, I thought uh, it was a book. I guess it's not. He might have his own book that's separate, but this was written outside of that. Then. Okay. All right. Um, that makes sense. Uh, and pizza. the worst person in the world by Eskel Voke and Joachim Trier. It's like one of those titles where I really, I'm almost positive it's not going to be what I think it is. <laughs> right. Or what I want it to be. So. Uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, I, and I, and again, with the exception of the worst person in the world, all nominated for Best Picture. Right. With the worst, worst person in the world, I know I can go in there with very low expectations, so there's a good chance I'll like it. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to get... I'm it's not a foreign film, too, so I don't know. I mean, the worst oh, person in the world and wherever this is, the Netherlands, might be the nicest person in America. I don't want to be a film snob, <laughs> but when you, the minute you say foreign film, that tips the scales in its favor a little bit. A little bit, sure. I, I get, don't want to be a snob, but it's true. And that's those, it, right? Those are our nominees. Yeah, and then there's like shorts and stuff. I'm not talking I about don't care about the shorts. And you know what? Whenever I always try and get them, but they're almost impossible to find. You usually have to go to a festival to watch them. Now, this year, I am also making a conscious effort to watch the, the Razzie nominees, and I did a good job last year. I, I, I was really close. I watched. I didn't get them all, but I got quite a few. Do you want to do some Razzie nominations real quick? Yeah, I'm going to run down real quick for you. All I'm right. I spent too much time. You know what's uh, funny? Ever since we talked about it and you were saying that there's a lot of Bruce Willis movies, we're, we're the, getting there. the trailer for Apex is just every time I go on Facebook, whether it be on for like a minute or ten yeah. minutes, that trailer just keeps coming up. We're getting there. So, first is Diana the Musical, the Netflix version. Right. All right. I didn't know there was a Diana the Musical. I'm out of the loop on that. That's interesting. There is. Uh, okay. Uh, Infinite. Infinite. That's the... Um, Which, who's in that? that uh, Marky Mark. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was the, the uh, one uh, that was where... That low-rent tenant. Yeah. That Did was... Did you watch it? No. That's the only one on this list I've seen so far. Oh my god! I, and and I that and it. without the pandemic, that absolutely goes theatrical. Oh, dude! Absolutely just, goes theatrical. It's literally okay. Tenant's gonna make money. We got to do something like it, but we have no imagination. Wow. Okay. I, I literally, I would like to review it on the podcast. That's how bad it is. No kidding. All right. It's, cool. It's not bad, bad, but it's it's not a good movie. It's bad enough. No, it's bad enough to be on a Razzie list. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one, Karen. I don't know if you heard about that one. Yes. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen the trailer. I, I I heard haven't heard much about it, but I I did occasionally catch on social media people like actually like people saying like black people saying that they didn't like the film either because it simplified the message and didn't pull it off right. It's like nope, right. it didn't win any audiences that thought it was going to get. Yeah. No. It. I've seen the trailer. The trailer is atrocious. It looks. Oh, I never saw the trailer. Dude, I just heard about it. It, I, I, I saw the trailer. It just, just came across my screen, and I'm like, "What is this fucking movie, Karen?" And yeah. that, you know, and everybody knows, you know, what a Karen is, right. and and how they 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 act towards people. Um, 
And I was like, this can't be a movie about that. And I looked it up, and of course it was. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, so. And it just, it it looks like, you remember when we reviewed um, uh, The Minority, where it looked like it was just shot Uh on, on on a, on a camcorder or a handy cam and the audio was like real bad it it looks like that style of filmmaking and i don't want to go off on a tangent but i am going to say and you know joey is not being a uh, snob as far as film quality or uh, goes because one of our one of the films we did like on the podcast was freaky farley oh i remember freaky farley yeah we enjoyed that i did and and that is even lower quality than the minority oh yeah that's so i mean we, we we take you know you give and take on stuff oh yeah, man it's a bunch of kids <laughs> with a camera but some funny shit in here well man the, the opening of that film where he's being uh interrogated or interviewed or whatever yeah. well <laughs> she's talking about his mother but he's talking well hold on i gotta get it out now that i'm thinking right, about right, it right, all right. But then but we have to move she's on. talking about his mother and he just turns around and goes you'll never replace her <laughs> Oh, it just comes out of nowhere, but it's it's hilarious. It's so good. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> um, so next, uh, worst picture, the fourth film is Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, my God. I, I have never seen a Space Jam film. I have no desire to see a Space Jam Even film. Even when I was younger, I never bothered to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I was, but, I, I was 22 years old when that movie came out. Yeah, to, I was about to say, to be fair, Space Jam kind of missed our generation. Completely. Yeah, we, we got Kazam. <laughs> Even that, I was a teenager because they have. So let's, let's yeah. be fair. All right, and the last one, the woman in the window. The, I don't know what that is. I don't know either, but apparently it's some kind of ripoff of a uh, rear window. I, I've had heard right. of it. All right, so there's a lot of overlap. Since then, goes a lot quicker. Worst actor: Scott Eastwood in Dangerous. Okay, that's Clint Eastwood's uh, son. Huh? That's Clint Eastwood's son. So uh, next is Ro Hartfrumpf as Prince Charles in Diana the Musical. Okay. LeBron James in Space Jam, A New Legacy. Mm. Ben Platt and Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen is apparently uh, a- about a kid with uh, em- emotional frailty issues or something like okay. that. I don't know. It's, it's, it's on the worst picture list. There's got to be a problem with it. And then Mark Wahlberg for Infinite. <laughs> okay. Worst actress, you got Amy Adams from The Woman in the Window. Gianna DeWall for Diana the Christmas Christmas Musical. No, Diana the Musical, not the Christmas Musical. That might have gotten better ratings. Megan Fox for Midnight in the Switchgrass. Oh, my God. Okay. Taryn Manning in Karen. And Ruby Rose in Vanquish. And that's one I actually found, got a copy of it. And then when I looked at the cover, I was like, oh, fuck, I've seen this. (laughs) So I've seen Vanquish as well, but it's only in one category. Okay. And yeah, she wasn't good in that. So no, okay. not a, not a, I, not a recommendable film. It's, oh. it's 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 Morgan Freeman walking through a movie. He's in a wheelchair through the whole film, for God's sakes. Oh really? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. He's like, all right, for this money, I'm not walking. <laughs> all right, can do. All right, we're supporting actress. Uh, Amy Adams in uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Sophie Cookson in Infinite. There's nothing good about that film. Uh, Aaron Davey as Camilla in Diana the Musical. Judy Kay as both Queen Elizabeth and Barbara Cartland in Diana the Musical. That's probably a bad idea. Uh, and Taryn Manning from every last one of them. Huh. Okay. And I, 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 got, I, I did get a copy of that, but that's uh, it's like an action film or something. 
All right, we're supporting actor Ben Affleck, The Last Duel. Really? Yeah, I, yeah come on. Every, I, I'm still pissed about that whole thing where he blamed the audience for the last. Oh, it's because the young kids are watching their films. No, it's because you made a film about a duel in fucking France in this 14th century, or whatever. No one gives a fucking shit. <laughs> oh, good. You you got the plate. You got you got the last Star Wars guy in there. Don't, you know, it's funny. The mayor is like, uh, can I watch The Last Duel without you? Mind you, my wife's a history major. So yeah. she's like, yeah, I want to watch that. And I'm like, well, I'd like to see it too. It's Ridley Scott and uh, it's it's actually supposed to be a good film, but I don't know. Whatever. Go. I think they're just picking on Ben Affleck. That's all. Maybe. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, so then there's Nick Cannon in The Misfits. Uh, I, I I've... I forget already what that's about. Uh, Mel Gibson in Dangerous. Okay. So he's in that with Scott Eastwood. Uh, Gareth Keegan as James Hewitt, the muscle-bound horse trainer in Diana the Musical. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, and Jared Leto in House of Gucci. We have another crossover from Oscars to the uh Interesting. Rabbies. Interesting. Yes, now, so at this point, I'm I'm excited. It's like, okay, I've only seen one of these films because I, I didn't know about Vanguard at the time. And there's a lot of overlap, so I can I can burn through this real quick. Like, oh, what's this new category? Worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. <laughs> My God. And I go through it. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's eight films in this fucking category. He's made eight movies in 2021? All right. You know, check this out. So I think a minute, like, wait, I've watched some of these Bruce Willis directed video movies recently. I, I watched two or three of them. I talked to you about them a little bit. They're nowhere near as good as some of the Nicolas Cage ones I watched. Right. But I watched one that was kind of decent. You don't want to suck balls. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm like, oh, I probably have watched some of these. No, no, Scott. Those were all in 19. It, those were all in 2020. These oh. are the new streaming videos he's done. <sighs> oh. I have not seen one of these. American Siege. Apex, you mentioned the advertising. Yeah. Cosmic Sin. Deadlock. For Fortress. Midnight in the Switchgrass. Out of Death. And Survive the Game. Now. What are the odds I'm going to watch all of that shit before the Razzies now? Why? Let me, let me, let me just say something here. What? Is, does he have financial problems? Dude. Why the fuck is he hey, doing this? Hey, you know what? And I'm sure I, 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 he did the Die Hard commercial, so it is, it's, it's, it's. I'd rather actors do this for extra money than do hawk fucking coke. Well, what's that? The, the short, the short guy. What's his, what's his name? Doing commercials now. The short guy. The short comedian. The short comedian. Oh, 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 uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin what? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. Kevin Hart. Uh, what? Kevin Hart. You're breaking up on me. Kevin Hart. How am I breaking up Kevin on Hart. you yeah. all of a sudden? For some reason, when you're saying Hart, it's breaking up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, it's just, yeah, now he's like hawking fucking uh, uh, credit, credit cards. cards. Yeah. I still stand 100% behind Bill Hicks on that. When you start hawking commercials, you're not an artist anymore. You're a fucking whore. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm a little, I feel a little strongly about that, but. So I, you know, the, the Die Hard commercial was a Christmas thing. It's a little bit different. It was almost like a reunion, so I can give that a pass. At least he's doing this and not selling fucking coke. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't understand why he needs to make eight movies a year 
when he probably could make one or two big movies a year and just leave it at that. Unless he's just not that much in demand anymore, or maybe he's hard to work with. I don't know. How, how about how about this? How about he's older and can't really do a lot of the big action stuff everybody likes him in anymore? Also, he's older and doesn't want to spend as much time on set, so he does these little films, and he's still bringing in money, still paying the bills, but he's doing smaller films that take less time out. So instead of like being six months on set, he's on set for like three weeks. I guess so, yeah. At max. Yeah, and then he's walking through the films. He's not doing stunts and shit. He's just smirking and being Bruce Willis, and he's paid well for it. I'd rather him smirk and be... I'd rather him doing it on a spaceship than on a fucking uh, commercial. I just... Uh, you know, and, and look, I mean, look at some of the gold that came out of uh, Nicholas Cage doing uh, Laurent stuff. Well, he had financial problems. He too. had financial problems. I, I think I think Bruce Willis is like it's this is easier than making a blockbuster office movie. Oh, and and also, I mean, there's no there's no stress either. It's like, yeah, I made this. It goes direct to video. I got paid. I guess. Yeah. Maybe he's like, I'm not winning an Oscar <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. They're probably not going to even do. give him that lifetime achievement one. Like they'll probably give that to Harrison Ford at some point, but they're probably never going to give one to Bruce Willis. Yeah, you know, and, and sorry if if you're like that that rich and famous of a celebrity actor, and you get at that point in your life and you're actually short on money, that's on you. <laughs> well, I, yeah. no, 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 it's on you. It's on you. <laughs> it's on you. That's it. You piss that shit away. MC Hammer will tell you the same thing, dude. That's well, on you. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so sorry. So, real quick. So, the rest yeah. of the categories we got trailed off with Bruce Willis, uh, and then we're wrapping up. We're okay. sc- we're screen couple. Okay. Uh, any klutzy cat cast member and any lamely lyricized or choreographed musical number, Diana the musical. Jeez. Uh, uh, LeBron James and any Warner characters character or Time Warner product, he dribbles on Space Jam. <laughs> Jared Leto and either his 17-pound latex face, his geeky clothes, or his ridiculous accent, House of Gucci. Uh, okay. Ben Platt and any other character who acts like Platt singing 24-7 is normal, dear Evan Hansen. And Tom and Jerry, a.k.a. Itchy and Scratchy, Tom and Jerry the movie. Wow. Next, worst remake, ripoff, or sequel, one of my favorite categories. Karen, inadvertent remake of Cruella de Vil. Space Jam, A New Legacy, Tom and Jerry, the movie. Now, this I hadn't heard of, and we're reviewing this for the podcast. Okay. Twist. Twist, the rap remake of Oliver Twist. <laughs> and then The Woman in the Window, rip off of Rear Window. Oh, my God. Uh, then two more categories. We have Worst Director, uh, Christopher Ashley for Diana the Musical, Stephen Chopsky, or whatever that is, for Dear Evan Hansen, Coke Daniels for Karen, their first name is a nickname, Coke Daniels. Good sign. Rennie Harlan, The Misfits. That was Rennie. Oh, Rennie Harlan. Yeah, he's that's he, good. His his bad movies. I love his good movies, and his bad movies are just so fucking atrocious. So that's that well, yeah. Fun. I mean, like the Long Kiss Goodnight. I mean, that's like probably the best oh, thing he ever did. I love that movie. Yeah. And then he did the Exorcist movie, and then. Was he the first director or the second director? I think he was the second director. They made that Exorcist movie mm-hmm. with, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Skarsgård. Uh, he played the priest. And it was so horrible. 
they scrapped it, reshot the whole thing, and I think Rennie Harlan did the second one, and that was just as bad. And what was that again? The Exorcist. They did two Exorcist movies oh, with the same actor. They, they were like, fuck this. They, okay. they did it with the same actor, but the, the one was so horrible that they yeah. actually scrapped it, rewrote the script, and filmed it all over again with the same right. actor, and I think some of the some of the same actors too, and that one was just as bad. For anybody who's listening and and is confused why why I don't know what sounds like very basic would be very basic to most horror film fans, I, I I really personally feel that The Exorcist is vastly overrated, so I'm not that interested in it. Right. So that's why I don't know that. But that is interesting, and I feel bad that I don't know that because my lack of interest is what led me to not knowing <laughs> such an interesting fact. Uh, and so, and then um, worst screenplays, yes. final category. Uh huh. All right. Good stuff. Let's go. Diana the Musical. There's a shock. Wow, this is like the power of the dog of the Razzies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there, but again, I said there's a huge overlap. Karen. Karen. Okay. The Misfits. Twist, we're definitely doing it. <laughs> and the woman in the window. Woman in the window. Yeah. So, just like last year, we now we don't actually anybody again is listening to us and hasn't done previous Oscar stuff. I always bring up the Razzie list, but we never have time to do any Razzie film because we're always doing Oscar films. But what I'm going to try to do is what every Oscar review we do. I'm going to have to I'm going to try to have a five minute timed review of one of the Razzie films ready to go at the end of the show. Oh my God. Okay. I'll have it. I'll have it scripted. And I will burn through it. It'll be the Razzie review. It'll be my little Razzie review. A five-minute right. thing. We, All right. We get, and then we can even do them, post them on Facebook, uh, on YouTube separately, and do the whole little. See, I'm a cute little. Uh, I, you know, I'm in a little bite-size, a little bite-size YouTube video for the little <laughs> bite-size people. Oh. Which I'm one of those, so I should shut the fuck up. <laughs> I look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to do that. Uh, so, anything else before we wrap up? No. All right. No. So starting next week, we're going to do two movies, and we'll do it every week. Uh, hopefully, we get all ten movies in five weeks, and then mm -hmm. uh, we'll probably do a live Oscar show. Uh huh. You know, I mean, we do it remotely, but maybe not. I mean, sometimes we, I just enjoy just sitting on the couch, not having to worry about a podcast. But we'll see how we feel. When are they? When are they holding them? March twenty seventh, uh, Sunday night. If I didn't have neighbors so close to me, I, I'd I'd watch it outdoors, <laughs> like in the pool, and do it from the pool. Yeah, I mean, I would do that here. It actually, the weather might be okay, but in March here on the East Coast, eh, it's probably raining. Actually, actually, the pool's still cold until like we 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 go in the last week in April. No one cares about this. Nobody uh, does. But but anyway, thanks for ever listening to this. Uh, if you're listening this far and you made it all through this. God, God, you, you are, you are, you are the shit. And I'm looking forward to having you listen to our Oscar reviews. And um, Joey's going to give you some information uh, because I, I suck at following through on things I promised to do, like like, like doing Bookends. caps for the show. Against. Um, uh, actually, it's now, okay. Honestly, now that I've quit social media and the news, I feel like I have more energy. It's like I did a colon cleanse or something. I'm just bouncing <laughs> off the fucking walls. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us yet again for another episode of Movie Sucktastic. Yeah. Episode 360, Jesus. where we just did the Oscar nominations and Razzie nominations for your listening pleasure. Uh, go, to our, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can listen or download the show there. Go to iTunes. 
You can listen or download the show there as well. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can also... You can also leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, it's 908-514-4470. If you want, download your favorite uh, Android or iPhone, Apple, whatever, uh, podcast player. Just do a search for Movie Sucktastic. We come right up. Or you can download ours by going to moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk and you can download that right on your device your android device and you can listen to our show that way that's how i do it i hook my phone up to my car i don't hook it up i just do bluetooth just switch over to that channel listen to all our podcasts it's awesome do it for everything too music everything um that's our show and that's what i got do you have any words of wisdom mr wilson sorry Bone stuck in throat. <laughs> wow. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. 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 Happy trails to you.